Moms, I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Tremblay. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, including our own, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. There's something I say a lot, and it sounds funny coming out of my mouth, but I think it's an important concept, and it's the idea of owning your awesome. Mm, And Marie's heard me talk about this before, and that's what we're going to talk about today. And as much as it sounds kind of dorky to own your awesome. It does not sound <laughs> dorky. I love it. Uh, I think Three it's, efficient words. It's a really important topic. And for those of you who are feeling a bit of a confidence um, bump or uh, you're kind of hitting that roadblock and you're just not feeling like your best most confident self going mm-hmm. into a next chapter of your career or maybe it's just you're having a phase of imposter syndrome yeah 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 uh then i think that britney's story is going to really resonate with you so let me tell you a little bit about britney mm-hmm. and then how we're going to help britney own her awesome again <laughs> uh so britney is a parent of two teenagers And she has had a career of multiple chapters. So Brittany started out her career working in finance. She was doing some really interesting work that she enjoyed a lot in investment management. However, when her kids were kind of elementary school age, she decided to close the door, not fully, but she closed the door on that chapter of her career. She she stayed home with her kids for a period of time later made a transition to working in the in the school system actually mm-hmm. where her kids were the schedule worked out great we talked about summer <laughs> a lot in our last episode and she was thinking a lot about summer and school breaks and it was well really well aligned she liked being engaged with the community in that way and now as the kids are even just that little bit older and have more independence one of them has their driver's license now Uh-oh. um yeah which cha- game changer for sure um it's a scary thing, though. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to, even want to go there. Um, more power to you here, Brittany. Um, but she's also starting to think about, okay, as the kids are starting to move on to this next chapter of their lives, what's next for me? Mm-hmm. But the, the big roadblock that she's hitting is confidence. Yeah. And she knew that she had this career in finance before. She knew that she did great work in the school system where she was working. Mm-hmm. But the idea of going back into finance, which she really enjoys and is really good at, yeah. is scary because she does, it's a bit of the imposter syndrome that you mentioned. Yeah. She's not sure if she if she has the stuff, if she's going to get the hook, uh, saying like, you don't actually belong here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she can't even really find the words just yet to be able to talk about, to talk about her skills, to be able to tell her story. So that's that's the confidence hump that that Brittany's up against, and so we're gonna we're gonna yeah, help her fix it. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, talking about confidence, it's probably gonna resonate with a lot of you, no matter what situation you are in right now. Mm-hmm. That's a big topic. Yeah, whether yeah. you're trying to change change jobs, whether you're a stay at home parent who's mm-hmm. returning to the paid workforce, lots of interesting stuff in here. So. Yeah. 
let's let's get Brittany some help, shall we? <laughs> uh, and one of the things that we're going to do in this episode is actually give you a list. We're not, we don't do this a lot, but we're going to give a list of different oh. ways that you can actually rebuild your confidence, own your awesome again with mm. some help. You don't need to do this all by yourself. Do you want to talk about that special folder? I love it. Yes. You yeah. want to start there? Yeah. Sure. Let's kick it off. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things that I talked to Career Clarity Program members a lot about is this idea of a brag folder. And love this. <laughs> I love this. It makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't already have this, it's going to be something that if you're if you're worried about your confidence in the future, let's this is something you can start today. Mm-hmm. And with the brag folder, you can actually call it a brag folder, uh, or you can call <laughs> it a folder of stuff I'm good at or nice things about yeah. Brittany, uh, and put it on your somewhere in your email inbox. And this is a folder that when you're getting nice stuff said about you, you make a copy of that email or you just pull that email right into that folder. Yeah. So that when you're feeling a lack of confidence about what's next for you or how to talk about yourself and your skills, you have it right there. You mm-hmm. can open up that brag folder and be like, this is this kind of, like, it feels like these are like brags about me. These are nice things yeah. about me. And it absolutely doesn't mean that you're not humble. It's just, I feel like we need those reminders because yes. we tend to forget all of those positive things sometimes. It, we do. So if we you do. have that folder, I, I actually have a box of written cards at, at home nice. and when I have a bad day sometimes I just read like those cards from my friends or those I and love I that. I mean it's a brag brag box it's a brag box <laughs> I love it yeah so you maybe you even have something like this at home that you haven't thought about before maybe mm. you haven't referred to it as your your brag folder but maybe you have saved some emails mm-hmm. in the past about stuff that people said about reference you. letters yeah. all that stuff some nice stuff that people have yeah. said about you that's cards or emails etc mm-hmm. let's pull those back out um in the future let's have them in one place so you can go find them easily yeah um but if you don't have them in a folder right now let's search your email let's look in the closet to see what <laughs> cards you might have and that's going to be a good first step in helping you to just find the language. I think so So often when we find language to describe ourselves and our skills and hear someone else say it, mm. it can just be this light bulb moment. I've been like, you know what? Yeah, I am a really great analytical problem solver mm-hmm. or I'm really excellent at building relationships with other businesses. I did that for 10 years. Mm. And then even in my role in when I was working in the school system, I was talking with local businesses all the time as they were kind of partnering with businesses, doing different events. Mm. That was a part of my job I took on. I didn't lose it. Mm. I still have it. So when you get reminders, like you can get from the brag folder, yeah, that's a great way to start to find some key I themes love this. again. You might also find common things that come back and that you, not that you forgot, but that you didn't even know that was such a, a common thing. Yeah that you have and it's it's just the best and this mm-hmm. is something I love to do as a coach I was at a training recently for coaching and they asked us what are the things that are of more of your signature skills as a coach and this is the one I talked about was like connecting the dots and mm. helping people find these themes so if you're stuck on this come talk um, yep. because it's something <laughs> that we, we love to do um, but 
let's talk about some more ways that you can you can build that confidence. So we talked about the brag folder. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to talk about assessments. Uh, and one in particular that I really enjoy is called Strengths Finder. So if you're the person who likes to take the BuzzFeed quiz that tells you what kind of cheese you are. We all love uh, it. Yeah. Or like what friend, what character from Friends would you have had like, would you, are, are you or who would you date like based on they your. They even have a percentage. Like you're like 70% Monica, 20%, you know. <laughs> I always take them too. Uh but there's other assessments that you can take, whether it's an Enneagram or Strengths Finder. Mm. Find one of these that takes 15 minutes instead of finding out that you are an American cheese or a monster or a brie. Um, <laughs> find out what are some of your a key. Brie? I don't know. Not that kind of cheese, right? <laughs> you're French. You're the French Canadian. <laughs> oh um, <laughs> when think about using some of these other assessments to find some of your core strengths. So strengths finder is a great one. Um, even an Enneagram, because it kind of, if you find out that you maybe you're an Enneagram 3 or Enneagram 7, it's going to give you some different descriptive language based mm. on this assessment. These, you answer these questions about yourself and your personality and how, what environments you thrive yeah. in, that sort of thing. It's going to give you language back. It's building your personal brand mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's another good way in. We have our brag folder. Mm-hmm. We have our assessments. Mm-hmm. And there's some free ones, too. You can find free ones out there. You can you can pay for something like StrengthsFinder, or you can find other free, really good free assessments. I have one. If you go to my my, um, my blog, actually, on With Love Becca, yep. if you type in assessments in the search, you're going to get a list. I think I have like five or seven um, yeah. free assessments there. There's also one that uh, you have on your blog that I love so much. It's... Um, calling your family and friends oh yeah and asking them what they love about you mm-hmm. i love this yeah it's, it's easy it's comfortable it's a nice i mean they're gonna they're gonna do that they will and i know you're gonna feel a little bit awkward to do this yeah so you can blame. or not i mean it's maybe, your family and friends that's true yeah that's true if you don't feel awkward i don't want to put that on you maybe yeah. you don't feel awkward maybe you're like yeah that's amazing i'm gonna it's go like, hey i'm having like a bad i'm having a tough week and i need your help like i need to to own my positive aspect of myself can mm-hmm. you help me out i mean it's, it's your family and friends they're gonna do that they love you yeah they love you and they think you're great so give them the chance to tell you how great you are mm. um and i do always say like if you are feeling uncomfortable in asking the question yeah. you can blame it on us oh yeah <laughs> tell like tell them my, my my career coach is making me do this <laughs> and it's an exercise that I, I have to go through as I'm going through this career coaching program and it would be they asked me to talk to three friends and family members to find out what are the things that they think I'm great at um so we don't mind being the <laughs> being your people there and once you get those answers back, mm. I want you to, if they're sending them back via email, if they're sending them back like voice memos and stuff, I want you to gather all of them, put the, get them all somehow in writing. And you can do something simple like put it into a word cloud generator mm-hmm. or something like that. Look for the themes mm. that you're seeing. And you're going to notice that oftentimes people are noticing similar things about you hmm. that maybe you haven't expressed yourself and it maybe it just seems so natural to you that's the other thing maybe it seems so natural to you that you don't think about it as a skill hmm. or think about it as a value add 
Mm. This is something else that came out of the training that I was at. Becca has a special talent for that. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) To see like those special skills that you don't necessarily see in yourself. I think you have a special. Oh, I like that. I like doing that. Um, Something else someone said when I was at, we were were actually sitting down and doing a, a um, going back and forth and kind of doing like a speed dating on signature skills and talking (laughs) about our signature skills. It was really fun. And what someone said to me, which is something I never even thought about, it was like, I told her one of my signature skills was making these connections. And she was like, she's like, yeah, I guess that's it for you. But also you're just, I don't know. You're like, you have a lot of like positive energy. And I think mm. that's more of your signature skill. When, oh, I, is, when I think that about is you. so true. And I was like, that's just the way I am. That's just like my personality. She's like, yeah, but yeah. you're not seeing that as a skill that it is and how that actually It is so, it's such a, an amazing skill. You always see the glass half full. And it's kind of annoying sometimes, I'm sure. Um, but <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's totally true. Love it. So when you ask people, they're going to pull out stuff about you that you don't, it just becomes, it has become so second nature to you that you don't think about it as a huh. skill. Wow. Which I think is cool. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are, so far we've gone through brag folder we've talked about assessments we've talked about asking your family and friends Mm -hmm. um another one that you can go back to is your performance reviews and you might not actually consider these something that are in your brag folder but Mm. if you've saved copies of your performance reviews your assessments from work and you haven't looked back at those in a while Oftentimes when we get those performance reviews, we're looking for the the weaknesses. We're looking for where we can improve. But there's always some positive in that. There's always a lot of positive. Yeah. And in the moment, we're probably scanning for the areas of improvement. But if we go back Mm. one year, two years, three years, and you do save these things, and you come at it from an angle of, I'm actually only looking for the good stuff. Mm. I'm going to disregard the bad stuff. I'm not even going to look at it. Um, or you can look at it and see how you evolved. Yes, that's and true that too. And that you've adapted and you got better at this. And mm-hmm. you read something from seven years ago and you're like, oh my gosh, I've worked on this so much. Like, I don't do that anymore. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, it might be brag brag about yourself. It's like you uh-huh. adapted. And that's, a, that's a really great way to think about it. And you can look at it from, you can do this two ways. You can look at it saying like, I'm going to really focus in on the good stuff. Mm. If you're worried about looking at the bad stuff, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's going to bring yeah. it down. Um, or you can look at the areas of improvement and really mm. be proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. And maybe that has become more of your personal brand that you are actually an exceptional public speaker now. Or the fact that. Adaptability. Oh, yeah. Or the, taking feedback. Mm-hmm. And adjusting. Yeah. Some people cover their ears with those feedbacks. They're like, yeah, maybe. But some people really listen and adjust. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. So for someone like Brittany, who has changed industries, maybe she has copies of like when she left her old company, maybe she has to dig through the archives a little bit Mm -hmm. uh, to find some of those performance reviews, but she might have them. Uh, And in talking with Brittany, uh, she actually did uh, have a couple of these that she was able to pull back out, which was cool. I think you actually ask your clients to have that folder, right? Yeah. Yeah. I asked them, yeah, I asked them to go to create the brag folder, but I also asked them to like, to go back and find some of these old things that people have said about you. And it's great if you, if you can pull that information. If, if you don't, if you don't have the performance reviews, The next thing I would go to is go back over to your LinkedIn profile and see if anyone's left you recommendations. Hmm. 
because you might not even notice that they have. <laughs> if you're not on LinkedIn all the time, like I'm on LinkedIn all the time, um, maybe you didn't realize that someone left you a recommendation five mm-hmm. years ago. And, and if you're listening and you're in the position to do a recommendation for someone, please do it. Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You're, what's going to happen when you <laughs> give this recommendation to someone else? You're going to get a recommendation back in a lot of instances. If wow. it's someone that you worked with closely and you leave them a recommendation, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, that was amazing. And then yeah. they're likely going to be thinking about you and all the great stuff that you did together. And they might, without you even asking, Hmm. leave you a recommendation on your LinkedIn profile. But there's no harm in asking people either. If you're telling people you're open with your network. How do you do that? How do you do that? Mm -hmm. Give me a a good, I don't know, I I would feel awkward Uh sending that message to one of my connections. How would you approach that? Yep. Here's exactly what I would do. I'm going to be really straightforward about it and say, I am making this transition in my career. And as I do that, I'm really looking to kind of beef up my LinkedIn profile um, so that when recruiters or employers are, are looking at my profile, they get a good sense of me as a professional. I really valued the work that we did together working on X, Y, and Z project. Give them some examples. Okay. Remind them yeah, yeah. about some of the things you worked on. And was wondering if you'd be open to leaving me a recommendation based on our work together. Mm-hmm. What you've done there is you've given them your target about what you're moving towards so they know like in their mind what are the things that you're trying to position yourself for. So you're prompting them to, yeah. With the the right target. Um, You're appreciating them and their perspective. I really valued the work that we did together. Make this authentic. Don't, if you don't act, if you didn't actually value that person, don't talk to, don't reach out to that person. <laughs> Find someone that you actually liked working with. Uh, talk with them. And, uh, and even uh, if it's been a while, it's okay. if you still remember that person and you've had a good connection, you can reach out. If it's been, there's no limit to, I mean, not 20 years, but there's no limit to it. No, you can, you can reach back out. Yeah. Absolutely. And, Especially if you can give people some quick little reminders of things that you might have worked on together. Mm-hmm. And I really liked how we were able to collaborate on this and or working together when I was in the finance department when you were in marketing. Um, I, I really learned learned a lot from that this project that we that we mm-hmm. collaborated on. It's going to spark someone's memory. Okay. They're going to is everyone going to leave your recommendation? Maybe not, but if you get one or two, Cool. Yeah. That's great. Uh, and go ahead and leave them one back. You can even mention it in your message. I'm like happy to leave you um, a recommendation on LinkedIn mm-hmm. too if that, would, if that would be helpful, if that's something you're looking to do right now. Mm-hmm. So it's that offer to help in addition to asking for help yeah. that sometimes, sometimes, make, sometimes makes asking for help easier oh, yeah. when you're able yeah. to offer something in return. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be weird. No. It doesn't sound weird the way you say it. Yeah. Like wrapped with a bow yes so go ahead and pause the podcast write down exactly what i said if it didn't sound weird to you tweak it in a way that feels authentic yep and click send i love this episode i think it might be one of my favorites (laughs) what's the worst that could happen like the worst that can happen is that they they don't respond (laughs) they don't respond because what are they gonna say they're gonna say like no i don't i I never liked you not (laughs) once like extremely unlikely yeah i'm gonna give you these like like we did i think another episode when i do these worst case scenarios i i'm 
make it sound funny on purpose because uh, that is not going to happen. No. Um, the worst that's going to happen is that they ignore the message or, or they're they, not on LinkedIn they like, just for six busy. months and they're just, you know, yeah. they don't keep track of those. I don't know. And if you send out a few of them, you're not just like putting all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. You send out a few. I'm certain that you're going to get one or two back and you're going to be getting some of the language back that you can use in your personal brand, use in your conversation that's going to boost you back up. So there's a lot of different ways we can be owning our awesome. Let me just give you the list one more time because we had a list. Yep. Yep. Um, I love when a circle back, circle back. (laughs) I love when other podcasts give me the list at the end. So um, (laughs) we talked about the brag folder. We talked about assessments. We talked about asking your friends mm-hmm. and family. We talked about performance reviews. And then we talked about LinkedIn recommendations. So yeah. five really good ways that you can gather more data, gather more information about your awesome, mm-hmm. and then take all that back, internalize it, and mm-hmm. find the right words that resonate with you that you can share with others. Awesome. And you can pop a little mini bottle of champagne for yourself after you please do cheers to you you. and all of your awesome thanks for tuning in to when mommy grows up if you're interested in learning more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional head over to beccacarnahan.com slash free training for a free training on how to land a fulfilling job you love without giving up the flexibility you need. You can contact us at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us if you have questions, comments, or want to share your story for some coaching on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be here every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner.